you're kept awake at night by the origins of the word cucumber, if you have more faith in William Shatner than you do our national government, if as a tween you snuck out of your bed past your parents' room, not to go out to a party, but to watch Beyond Belief Fact or Fiction, then you're in the right place. Whoop, whoop. This okay. is Strange Shenanigans. The uh, beautiful believer in all things unbelievable next to me is... Ashley. And I, the curmudgeon of credibility, am Stan. What are we doing today, Ashley? Well, I thought we could go out of our ordinary and talk about just like weird, weird words. Because we're always doing weird stuff. Let's change it up a little bit. Where did the weird originate? Right. Obviously, our English language. Obviously. Obviously. Like how we decide that phone somehow starts with a PH. I don't yeah. know how I decided that. And, you know, neighbors is spelled in the most complicated way we could possibly imagine. Right. Yep. So let's look into some weird-ass words. Sure. Fun. Right? You, you want to go first? Sure. So my first word is agastopia, which means admiration of a particular part of someone's body. Which part? Just pick one. <laughs> I mean, if it's the gastopia, I would assume it's... Got something to do with their butt. No, no. So I, I don't even. I'm, I'm a little confused how I'd use that in a sentence. I guess I could be like, I agastopia your face. <laughs> <laughs> so what I looked up was not, not necessarily weird words. I looked up words that have a uh, strange origins. Ooh. So my first word is nightmare. It's pretty clear where the first part of the word nightmare comes from. But what about the mare part? It's not at horses. You might think it's about horses. It's not. A mare oh. actually refers to a female goblin that sits on <laughs> you, suffocates you while you sleep, entangles her hair around you in a mare lock, and tries to induce bad thoughts. Well then. Yeah. So, so, you know, half the women around. Mm-hmm. Ooh. All those night goblins. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us, Ashley? Uh, baboonery. What? <laughs> Which means foolishness, stupidity, or nonsense. So anytime my children act up, I'm going to be like, stop the baboonery <laughs> now. Change it up a little bit in the world. Okay. My next not weird word with weird or- origins <laughs> is the weird, the word <laughs> nice. Teachers in English-speaking countries often despair at the overuse of the uh, adjective nice. Um, and it turns out they uh, have more reason to hate the word than they even think. Um, because the original connotation of the word was ignorant or foolish. <laughs> Linguists track many possible origins of this word. It may have developed from an old French version of nice in the late 13th century, or from Latin nicius. It's thought that it slowly became a positive thing over time, once it was introduced into the English language. So when all those uh, backhanded uh, Pinterest moms in the carpool lane <laughs> are like, your hair looks really nice today. They're doing exactly what you think they're doing. That's, that's actually just, that's really funny to me because that's exactly what bitchy women and bitchy moms do. Mm. They'll be, they'll say, you know, you look really nice today. Your hair looks nice. Your shoes are nice. Or I like those shoes. So they're using... Yeah. The origin of nice. <laughs> but none of them are smart enough to actually know, know that. So all our listeners now can use it in the correct bitchy way. 
That's God intended. Give us a couple, Ashley. Um, back channel. What? Means a drunk guard. Oh. Yep, yep. So whenever you're at your family picnic and someone's just had a little too many, you can be like, uh, that back channel is happening. Uncle Uncle Leo's a back channel. I don't know sure. how you'd use that. <laughs> um, my favorite, uh, especially as a mother, is bibble. That is to drink often or to eat or drink noisily. Oh, so everybody in our freaking so family. yeah. So bibble. So clearly, I'm related on all sides of my family to bibbles. <laughs> I think bibbles is the correct word. I love bibbles. I, I like I like that next one. Um, bum fuzzle. <laughs> and if you're confused by the word bum fuzzle, that's okay because it means confused. No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> all right. So my next one uh, is checkmate. Uh, the chess term checkmate is said to come from the Persian word shamat, which translate to the king is helpless. Uh, <laughs> however, as chess traveled through the Arabic world into Europe, uh, the Arabic word for dead, mata, is uh, said to mean the king is dead. And uh, this actually gets uh, all sorts of chess people all pissed off <laughs> because a king never is actually dead. The king has to submit at the end. So the original term, the the, you know, of the king is helpless, makes sense. The king right. is dead makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yep. So what would we say people. about King Charles? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> is King Charles uh, a checkmate? Is he just helpless? Or King Charles. Go with that second word down, Ashley, because I'm going to blow your mind. Uh, cattywampus? Yeah, what? What, is, what does cattywampus mean? Cattywampus means a skew. Okay. So it, it, it's an awesome word, right? Uh, there's, you know, it, you know, originally, you know, didn't mean a skew. It went from um, to fizzle out to a skew. But what it meant before that was to fart. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Awesome. Because so, when you when when you're all cattywampus, you're farting. Oh. Because the weird faces people make, and the fact that we human beings have a tendency to lift one leg up to really let go, cattywampus. Oh, so it's not who farted, it's, it's who, who cattywampus. Yeah, exactly. Would all of you stop cattywampusing <laughs> right now? My next one's my favorite one, just because it's so typical American. All right, the seersucker suit. All right, the seersucker suit. If you don't know what it is, it's I don't. Uh, from mm -mm. the southern part of America. Oh. It, it's it was a white linen light suit that was adopted by people in the south, rich people in the south, because it breathed and you know you didn't sweat to death in it, and it was comfortable and it looked classy as hell. So the original name. Um, Sounded a lot like seersucker suit, but actually has nothing to do with that. The uh, origins of it uh, were sure or shikar, and uh, after a but for which is translated to milk or sugar because it's like ruffled kind of linen, not ruffled but bumpy kind of linen. And uh, the English took it and they're like, I don't know how to say that, so I'm gonna call it seersucker. <laughs> It's just them mispronouncing the shit out of what uh, the actual word is. America's the best mm -hmm. country ever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I've got a fun one. This word means a pathological belief that one is inhabited by an evil spirit. Okay. Anything that'd be like a really dark word. Yeah. Or serious word. But this word is uh, catcodemonia. <laughs> Are you sure you're saying that right? Oh, absolutely not. So, catco. Catcodemonia. Demonomania. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, a So instead of just being like demonophobia, demonomania, even, no, we had to just mm-hmm. have fun with it, apparently. Put a lot of vowels. Four, five, six, seven, eight. There are eight vowels <laughs> in this word. Well, so uh, on that note, uh, the person sitting here with the with their ad libbing will really appreciate this one. Uh, the word sinister. So uh, the word sinister is actually adopted from a Latin word, which is uh, the meaning of is of the left, because people who are left-handed are obviously evil and cannot be trusted. Oh, thanks a lot. Yep. Yep. So left-handed people in Rome were considered unlucky and or evil. So that's where sinister comes from. Left-handed people. So do you think that's why Roman Catholics were so uh, against left-handed people? Like in Catholic school, they were always yeah. whacking yeah. grandpa's hand. Who knows? That might be it. But it's also, you know, you all, all the signs and stuff you make as a Catholic, you don't do any of it with your left hand either. That's true. Yep. Maybe that's where it all started from. Maybe. But thanks a lot. Oh. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I thought this word was very strange. I didn't even know we needed a word for this. Yeah. Um, Decadarchy. <laughs> so De- Decadarchy. Decadarchy means government by ten individuals. <laughs> like, I didn't even know we needed a word for the government by ten individuals. I don't know. But Sounds apparently... Like- the size of an average right? city council. Yeah. But apparently we did need a word, and that's dedicarchy. Dedicar- de- yeah. Okay, then. Apparently we needed a word to be governed by ten people. <laughs> I've got everybody's favorite word here. Quarantine. Oh. This word for a period in place of isolation to prevent the spread of disease oh. uh, actually comes from the 14th century, and is an, it comes from the Italian word quartano guarini. Which actually means 40 days. It doesn't mean stay locked up because you're sick. It means 40 days. Because that's how long ships were held in port to make sure that nobody on board was infected with diseases before they were allowed to enter ports. So would they quarantine, but not in the sense we know anyway? Like, was that the shit's natural natural thing? Yeah, but quarantine meant 40 days because 40 days is the amount of time the ship and the people and passengers on the ship had to stay on the ship in in port so that they could make sure they weren't bringing the plague into Italy. That's pretty, oh. that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. And it kind of turned into just insane. Yeah. Insanity. Right. Uh, I had a fun word, which means ambassador. Um, Elchi. Elchi. So if you're an ambassador, stop calling yourself an ambassador and go by your proper name, Elchi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I also enjoy the word uh, earth. earth, earth, which means earth. a plot of land. We need that. So I hope someday I'm looking at land and could be like, that's a nice earth. That's a nice piece of earth. <laughs> or I could call a realtor and be like, um, I'm looking for earths. Do you earths. have any earths? <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. That would be the that. best call ever. I am also proud to say that now I am going to identify as an Aaron Act. 
Cusis. What? Which means relating to hedgehogs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know we needed is, a word. Does that mean like like in the uh, scientific sense related to hedgehog? Or you sit there and you like tell hedgehog stories so you're relating to hedgehogs? Both. <laughs> oh, okay. Absolutely. Or is it the hedgehog's, hedgehog's second cousin? It's obviously <laughs> a, your cousin. Mm-hmm. obviously so i would like to be you know the aunt of hedgehogs now <laughs> and this is who i am i am an Aaron C- curious this is me now <laughs> this is so interesting. all right i've got another good uh disease one Ooh. got malaria oh the word for this nasty disease comes from the italian words mal and the second word aria meaning bad air. Okay. In the 1700s, the Romans thought breathing the air around surrounding marshlands uh, caused malaria, which is not right at all. It's caused by mosquitoes who happen to live in those marshlands. Damn mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, uh, we just, uh, Norway just discovered a new type of mosquito, so Yay. expect more diseases right? soon, I guess. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Beautiful. This is another fun one. This is uh, false sequence, which means deceitful speech. So when someone's being deceitful and you want to be smarter than them, you should use false sequence in a sentence. And if you're too afraid of finishing that argument, that means you are a finifugal. Finifugal. <laughs> a finifugal is someone who is afraid of finishing anything. Oh. <laughs> I know a lot of people who are finifugals. Uh, I also uh, liked the word gablock. What? Uh, gablock is a spur attached to the heel of a fighting cock, which means rooster, everybody. <laughs> before we're like, what? If? Before you start Googling or going shopping, it's a rooster. <laughs> it's attached to the heel of a fighting clock, and you are looking for a gebablock. I-, I like the description of the next one. <laughs> Gadzooks. What? Yeah. So, Gadzooks, we've all kind of probably seen it in like a comic book or on Scooby. Gadzooks actually means a mild oath. A mild oath. A mild oath. So, so, so that's when you're like, sure, I agree to this, but only kind of. Yeah, that's like, the, so when you're taking your oath of office, clearly everybody who's ever taken their oath of office is a Gadzooks. Gadzooking? They're they're Godzook. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> every politician is a. I don't know if I'm using it right. Gadzooks. They're Godzookers. <laughs> all politicians are Godzookers. All right, I've got a good one for you. Okay, so where? What do you think? Uh, the the word walrus originally came from. The Beatles. <laughs> no, seriously. What do you think it originally meant? Um, beautiful, ugly woman sailors want to, you know, fornicate, you know, fornicate <laughs> with. probably did. All right, so, uh, there, there's, uh, so many different, uh, possible or- origins for the word walrus. Really? But this one's that, favorite. Uh, the, uh, the most famous author of all time, J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, was able to lineage it back to six different possible origins. So the most weird. Probable one though is from the Dutch, uh, with the word walrus and the uh, word ross, meaning whale horse. 
So, Caitlin. Whale horns. That's whale horns. what I was about to say I thought it meant. So, <laughs> that just proves how smart I am. Whale horns. Whale horns. Because every time people find um, a I am partial to the word, um, Gardy Lou. <laughs> so, if you say Gardy Lou, this was a medieval warning cry. And you would yell, Guardy Loot, when you were about to throw your slop <laughs> from the window into the street. I like that they say slop. They mean human shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because believe it or not, plumbing wasn't always a thing, guys. You got to face it. And um, we'd all poop in buckets. And instead of, I don't know, putting, picking your, your poop in a doggy bag and throwing it away, you would just throw it out into the street. <laughs> and you would yell, Guardy Loot. <laughs> And throw your pee into the street. I really think we need to get into this issue that w- there was a point in human civilization where it was acceptable to throw your but what's, poop what, bucket what's out your city worse window. Than that is hundreds of years beforehand, the Romans had already invented sewers and, and yep. septic systems. <laughs> but England was still out there, guardaloo, and throwing Guardi-loo. shit out windows. We were like, this... after the Romans occupied England, <laughs> this wasn't good enough. We're gonna, our system works, guys. We're not ready. <laughs> but I, can't, I just can't. It, it still baffles me that it was acceptable at a point of civilization when you're living in cities mm-hmm. to throw your waste out your window. Right. But okay, here we are. I guess we all survived, right? We're yep. still kicking. I mean, some of us. All right. My next word is ostrich. Ooh. So, uh, where, where do you think ostrich came from? Tall bird. Um, okay, I think ostrich, I'm going to take, I'm going to go out on a whim. Did ostrich come from Iceland? From Iceland? <laughs> where did it come from Iceland? I was trying to pick, like, the, the weirdest the, the place the I could think of. The were the ones who gave it the name that it has now. Well, I tried. Sorry, Iceland. I was rooting for you. So, the first Greek person saw an ostrich and he's like holy shit that's a big ass sparrow and that's what it means big sparrow (laughs) there is also uh another claim that it actually the greeks called it the uh strotho camelos which also means camel sparrow oh my gosh i love camel (laughs) sparrows can i just call them camel sparrows (laughs) from now on sure why not i've got it the uh the word muscles where do you you're not gonna guess the origin of the word muscles the word muscles like in your body or the the clam uh in your body in your body okay it's latin yep oh okay (laughs) and it came from bread from bread no not bread I don't know. What did it come right, from? So, I got nothing so, in my head. <laughs> muscles uh, comes from the uh, the uh, word the Romans word musculus, little mouse. <laughs> so little when, mouse. They, okay. They, I guess they had the impression that when you flex your muscle, it appeared as though a little mouse ran under your skin. Oh my gosh! I love mm-hmm. that. A little mouse is lifting up my muscles and it's collapsed. <laughs> the, the, so. The, Coincidentally, the other mussels, the uh, the seafaring food, um, they they decided that uh, mussels were the mice of the sea, and that's why they were named mussels. Okay then, that's so adorable. <laughs> I love that. 
I've got another good one here. So bonkers. What's bonkers mean? Like you've gone bonkers. You've yeah, gone you're crazy. nuts, right? My youngest brother. Um, its origins aren't clear, but bonkers is first recorded as British naval slang for a bit drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, of course. Uh, the last one that I got is a uh, serendipity. Uh, has a surprising origin. It was coined by the writer Harris Walpole in a letter to Horace Mann in 1754. Describes finding a book that he needed for his research as serendipity. The word is a uh, reference to the three princes of Serendip, an English language version of an ancient myth in, from Sri Lanka. Ooh. The Fancy. three persons, princes are accused of stealing a camel and are sentenced to death. At the last minute, someone arrives to say that they have found the missing camel in the desert and the lives of the princes are saved. And that's where the whole word comes from because some guy just referenced a book. That's amazing. That's right. so that's cool. cool. To have that much power. Mm -hmm. I right. love that. Are right, you guys ready? You I'm ready not done. More? Yep. All right. Pick the best ones, Ashley. Uh, that's impossible because this word is ill willy. Ill willy. <laughs> ill willy, and it has nothing to do with your ding dong. It means you have <laughs> or your weird uncle William. <laughs> it means you have an unfriendly disposition. So instead of calling someone a bitch, you could just call him an ill willy, and that probably sounds if, if worse. If there is something wrong with your ding dong, you're probably going to be an ill willy. <laughs> I also want to change things up a bit and say I stubbed my hallux, which means big toe. Nice. Imago. If, I don't know, if you're having an imago, it means you're idealizing the mental image of a person. Okay. I don't even know when you'd use that. I don't even understand I also that. don't when... I also don't know when you would use the word uh, jalkeoferocious... Which means having arrow-like prickles. <laughs> I don't Aren't know. Talking about a porcupine. That's the only time you're going to use I that. I so. Um, and this word, I'm still not sure when you would use it. <laughs> but it means pertaining to breakfast. <laughs> what does pertaining mean? And it means, and the word is gentacular. Gentacular? So, gentacular. But it means pertaining to breakfast. You're not having breakfast. This is pertaining to breakfast. So I guess if you're telling a story about breakfast, mm -hmm. maybe that's when you'll use <laughs> the word gentacular. I don't know. But hopefully on your way to breakfast, you'll be riding a kerosinin. Kerosin? What? Maybe you'll be riding a kerosin, which really just means a Maltese horse-drawn carriage. I wonder if that's related to the word carousel then. Maybe. Maybe. It, could but i feel like we're just making things well, yeah. harder but i could lack some enthusiasm or determination here which the word is lackadaisical lackadaisical, lackadaisical yeah which means lacking enthusiasm yeah, my mom called me that my entire childhood <laughs> well clearly she was doing it and a <laughs> lamprophony, because lamprophony means speaking in loud and clear tones. <laughs> and clearly she was being full of words, because that is largicloquent. Largicloquent means you're full of words. And I'm sure everyone's thinking it's mabble, which means time to wrap up. <laughs> Which you could just use the word mabble, but that doesn't make any sense. So it's time to mabble, which it's means time to mabble this macaroni. 
to wrap up this nonsensical foolishness. That's right. <laughs> the real definition of macaroni means foolishness. And if that's not great enough, I found the word meldrop. The word meldrop mean? means a drop of mucus at the nose. So, <laughs> instead of saying you have a booger in your nose, just look at someone and be like, meldrop, 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 meldrop. <laughs> they won't get it. But they can always wipe their nose with their nays, which means cape. <laughs> and you should have done that the day before yesterday. Or, uh, terrain. Neduce terrain means the day before yesterday. And believe it or not, it's just easier to say the day before yesterday. Um, I didn't even know this word existed. Also, this word is P-A-E-A-N, P-A-E-N-I, which means song of Thanksgiving. I don't know when you do that word, but that is an English word that somehow we managed to screw up. When you're listening to a Thanksgiving song. Um, and I love this one. This word means a few words. And the word is petkilquent. So if you're petkilquent, you're me. It means you say a few words in a really long worded way. My favorite thing to say someone's <laughs> suffocating is quackle. <laughs> so if you are suffocating, um, I don't know how, because quackling wasn't a word, but just to quackle. So the next lifetime you you watch. You better hope they're using the word quackle, quackle. for suffocation. <laughs> this word means a person between 40 and 49 years of age. <laughs> so okay. just these nine years. And it's quadragon arraign. Quadrinarian. Quadrinarian? Yeah. I well, think that's got it. It just means you're between 40 to 49. That's it. And the word is quadrinarian, not quadragonine. It's quadragonine, and I love it. <laughs> Choir means just two dozen sheets of paper. <laughs> I don't. That exists. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> All right, Mr. Know-it-all. What's this one? Chromaticon quizzing. Chromaticano quizzing. This means making money in any way that you can. So welcome to Strange Shenanigans. <laughs> we clearly are Rebellacian. Which means coarsely hilarious. <laughs> we are also a little teradiddle. Teradiddle means pretentious nonsense. Again, welcome to Strange Shenanigans. We are teradiddle. Um, titty nope. What? <laughs> Anyone know what a titty nope is? No, I know. You're not going to get weird. one from me. It means small quantity of something leftovers. So not leftovers. A small, small quantity, quantity of your leftovers is a titty note. So I want all you boys and girls to go home and say titty note. <laughs> and mess with everybody you know. Because you're going to be accused of saying something disgusting. And you're not. I love the fact that this is also a word. Um, Euclidean. Which means neighbor whose house is on fire. <laughs> so instead of just calling the fire department and saying your neighbor's house is on fire, you say euclidean, which means neighbors whose house is on fire. Okay, then. I also did not know this was a word. This word means somebody who walks in front of you through a crowd, and I cannot wait to yell at this when I'm angry. 
It mean it is Whiffler. <laughs> Whiffler is somebody who walks in front of you through a crowd. Freaking Whiffler. So that nice bitch is a Whiffler. <laughs> uh, if you gulp down greedily, that means you are zertzing. Zertz. X E R T Z. If any of you can pronounce it. Exactly. <laughs> um, this word just sounds inappropriate. It's the only reason why it's on the list. <laughs> it's xylocarp. It means hard and woody fruit. <laughs> its meaning is a little dirty too, isn't it? <laughs> its meaning is so dirty. So if you're a xylocarp, you're a hard and woody fruit. And ladies, I hope you use that tonight. <laughs> this was just funny. Yabba means large wooden vessel. Exactly. (laughs) And if you're rich enough still in 2023, you must have a yellow plush. (laughs) A yellow plush is your footman. (laughs) Sounds racist. (laughs) It really does. It sounds so racist. Um, A zoanthropy is the delusion of a person who believes himself changed into an animal. <laughs> and it, every definition I had to look up extra of zoanthropy because it says who believes himself changed into an animal. None of the definitions said herself or person. <laughs> it's just it him. all said himself. So just kind of wondering there. <laughs> so it's just for the guys who think they turned to Here's animals. one for you, Stan. Um, this is Zaftig. Zaftig, if um, us English, we took it from Yiddish, and it refers to a woman who is plump or curvaceous. <laughs> this, the word Zaftig, is descended from the German word meaning juicy. <laughs> oh, oh. He loves his ladies to be Zaftig. <laughs> and if you're confused by this whole episode, this word is zaggle. It means to confuse by contradictory assertions. <laughs> You're welcome. And if you still can't get enough of this episode, well, that's because we're zwatters. Zwater is a drowsy and stupid state of mind. <laughs> Zwater. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. I think that's all the strange words we have for you tonight. Best strange words ever. Thank you for listening. Uh... You can find us where, Ashley? You can find us on Twitter and Podbean and Tumblr under The Strange Show. You can find us on YouTube on Strange Shenanigans Show. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok under Strange Shenanigans. You can also find us on patreon.com slash strange shenanigans and sign up for awesome monthly things like stickers and t-shirts and behind the scenes stuff and live episodes and I don't know, whatever else we told you to get out of it. Yep, uh, don't forget to download all of our episodes and uh, we've got some upcoming uh, uh, important episodes. We've got one where we're going to have a special guest Danielle Orsonneau, who's a writer. Um, what day is she coming on? Let's find that. She's going to be on on the on 7-13 at 6 p.m. 
So uh, I don't know if we're going to do that live or not. We'll keep you updated. We'll keep you updated, but we're really excited. So Danielle is a fantasy writer, and she's also a nurse. Yep. She's won a bunch of awards for her Comic-Con costume, and she's also an expert in then some in martial arts. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, she's not just an expert. She's like, if you go to mug her, she's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty excited to talk to Danielle. Uh so keep an ear out for that one. And I think that's all I have to say. So Right now, I'm sure we'll have a lot more to say. Because that's why you're listening. Right. <laughs> all right. Keep it on the weird side, everybody. And don't forget to find us on Twitter, on The Strange Show, and tell us what you want to hear. Or tell us something really weird that we can repeat on air and make ad revenue off of. <laughs> Thank you. 